Thanks for joining me on the Packaging Unbox podcast. Today, we're talking to Sherry Horwitz. We're going to talk about mid-journey, artificial intelligence, the different types of prompts that she uses, how she even gets started with a prompt, and how she's making a living with mid-journey as her co-pilot. We're talking about how you can do this as well in terms of like how to work with agencies, how to work with designers, how to actually implement this in a functioning workflow. Uh, so she goes into a lot of that stuff, which is really great. But we also get into just the whole concept of just ethics and what to do with it. She's pretty funny. She has a lot of cool things to say. I think you're going to love her. Do me a favor. This doesn't cost you anything to watch or listen to. So just hop over to YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, if you're on YouTube, then you're here already. Click subscribe. Do me that favor. It's all I ask for you. It's all it's going to cost you. Um, in the meantime, these are our sponsors. We're working with idpdirect.com, factory direct packaging manufacturer. So if you are looking for packaging, no reason to go find a middleman that's going to charge you a premium for them to go find a factory. Just go to idpdirect.com. They are the factory, the manufacturer for everybody. Check them out. Super cool. And specright.com. If you've got a ton of SKUs that you've got to manage, specright.com does this for you. And as we move into like new EPR laws that you're going to have to provide a ton of information on your packaging, guess what? Specright has you. If you're using Specright, they've got all that information, all that documentation that you can actually use for EPR. If you're not in packaging, you have no idea what EPR means, don't sweat it. If you know what it is, you know you need it. You need specright.com. All right, let's get to the show. I'm super excited to just even just have this conversation with you. Um, we're talking to Sherry Horowitz today. And Sherry, I've seen your stuff on LinkedIn and just throughout social media, just all the stuff that you're creating. And it's so exciting to see somebody as excited as I am about this new tech. So. Yes. Can you just give us a quick rundown on on who you are and what you're doing? AI is, you know, is change, dramatically changing things. So I'm here today because uh, I adopted as much tech as I could uh, with an eye to the future, and AI has really been radical. So I'm really happy and excited to talk about it. And I've been <laughs> down the rabbit hole since the day it opened and since they put it out to the public. Um, with mid-journey. Yeah, I've seen people testing out all the different variations of image generating AI. And I think hands down, mid-journey has, has won this for now. Yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well we well you kind of also, you know, you get what you pay for. They're yeah. you know, they have a team of people constantly uh working on the software. So yeah, no, it makes it great. And then so you you didn't spend time in the agency world. Um, but now like this AI has kind of given you just the yes. ability to oh my goodness. generate more faster. Like how, oh, like how are you oh using it? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It is giving me the ability to literally do 360 degrees for my clients where I would need a photographer or, uh, you know, I mean, I still, you still need, you still need professionals. I'm not. I'm not saying that you don't. But right. as a as somebody who's driving the vision and the ideas as a brand identity designer, you need a lot of idea iterations and prototyping. Um, and it's just given me the ability ability to visualize so many ideas that I have in my head that would take me weeks to produce, or some of them are not even possible to produce. Yeah. It's been an absolute boon for me. All right. So you've been you've been able to have an have an idea. Test yes. it out. See if you even like it. If it's yes. in the right direction. Yes. Okay. So how are you? I'll tell you about a job that? I just. I'll tell you about a job I just did recently that was yeah. like one of my dream jobs. I actually just wanted. So I just did a job for uh, a gentleman named Isaac Radansky, 
Mm -hmm. He runs a company called Adventure Media in Long Island, New York. I've been following him for about two years now. His company is growing by leaps and bounds. He's an extremely intelligent um, digital performance marketer. But what I did was I I, I helped him um, with a client that it named, the name of the client is Grown Brilliance. Um, mm-hmm. They are growing by leaps and bounds, and they do lab-grown diamonds. Okay. So I was able to do an insane amount of brand discovery ideation for him. Um, I mean, the fact that a digital marketing agency is now dabbling in branding is another whole discussion, Uh, but they are in the position to do that because they end up overlapping with branders uh, because they have to create a message and a visual, and they end up taking a lot of that over at the beginning midway or however wherever they are in the process um so that was really cool uh isaac is actually really interesting because he's an industrial psychologist and he started out as an artist in his early years so he's able to really walk the line between design and the digital performance strategy which is really cool so it was really fun to work with him um and yeah it gave me the ability to just produce so much work i worked with a gentleman named marvin Waldman, who's a creative copywriter for many, many years in the industry. So mm-hmm. that was fun. And I was able to just churn out idea after idea for them. Okay. So that was, so yeah, was a great are you a, are you a one person shop? I have people that I lean on when I have a you know right. much larger project, but I am the, you know, the driver mm-hmm. of the projects. So yeah. I, right now, you know, I'm growing. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm taking on employees as I need, but it's a different kind of marketplace. I think a lot of creatives want to be free and footloose. So I have a network of people that I lean on when I need yeah. stuff, but I can work very lean right now. So what would you say to somebody that says that AI is taking away jobs? <sighs> like, would you be able to okay. run this if you had to have full-time employees to do some of the initial things that you're using? Uh, you still need fine refinement. You still need the graphic mm. designer to do the layout and to do the technical stuff. Um, you can't do it all with AI at this point. Right. I mean, if we get to the point where AI is doing everything, we're, we're in a lot bigger trouble <laughs> than... I mean, there are definitely going to be shifts and changes and people will have to update their skills or do things in a different way. You still need photographers. You still need graphic designers. I don't think it's taking, it's as radical as people think. And it's a lot harder to use than people think. <laughs> it really is. It, it really is. Um, yeah, it, it's funny. Well, it's, it's interesting that people are feeling that this is taking away opportunity from people. But I, I, feel, I feel that it's actually creating more opportunity because you're right. It's one thing to just concept out some general direction, but now you got the, you have the client bought into something there. They know clearly where this is going and then you can bring in the illustrators, the copyright, like you can bring in the entire team and just say, this is where we're going. Yes. And it's such a clearer path than we're going to, you know, we're going to figure out where we're going. We're just going to take six months, you know? And it's cost efficient because, you know, a lot of times you pay for ideas that go into the garbage. I mean, the first stage of my round with Isaac went in the garbage, Mm. but I didn't feel so bad because, you know, it it was, you know, it took me like three, four days of work, 
but it wasn't, you know, I didn't have to pay, a company didn't have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars for that artwork. Yes. And this is the opportunity I think people don't see is that, yeah, as a, as an independent, you can actually deploy this to begin yes. making money. So what would be the simplest way for somebody to start using this and start charging? I've created a, a package where I do rapid prototyping ideation. I have to qualify it a little bit. Sure. If a, if it's in the hands of a skilled and experienced designer, they will know how to leverage it. Younger designers might have a problem because the prompt engineering really does require a lot of work. I mean, it's, it is a rabbit hole. Yeah. If you've ever tried it, I see people like all worried. Oh, it's so easy and you didn't do anything, but it does take a lot of direction. I mean, one idea I can spend an entire day and a night on an idea to get intentional results. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I'll research a, a topic for a few hours before I just get that right word. Mm -hmm. And then the prompt is so clean and simple because I've leveraged this massive data set. So I just did an interview with uh, Benjamin DeHant. It's published on his website. Things, I think it's called Made by AI. I, I did an example there where I showed a picture that I, I created using, and I studied the differences between the word feast, banquet, dinner, a meal. And I mm. just went deep into different parts of history and I just blended. It. It's like this really neat little prompt, but it leverages all these massive data sets that are implied. Yeah. I see a lot of people doing, I mean, we could just go off on a, I'll just go yeah. off on a tangent. 100%. That I see people doing these really heavy, complicated prompts, which yes, in the spirit of play can lead to some really cool results. But the more you put in there, the harder time you're going to have controlling the intention if you need mm -hmm. to repeat it. And you have a, a, a less a less of a, an ability to figure out which word is uh, is causing you to go off in a different direction. In other words, there's a lot of tweaking and adjustments yeah. right now in the AI. Perhaps it'll change in the future and it's advancing to such a degree. But right now, it does require a lot of time and tweaking and finding just the right data set to get the intention that you're looking for. I don't know where I ended up because when I talk, I sometimes go off. So you can always bring me back. No, no, no. My writing I, is way more focused. No, I think it's great because like, uh, so for example, this morning, my, my daughter's like, oh, you know, she's, she's uh, starting softball this season. And um, she's like, I want, you know, they, they, they pick the name of the, of the team at the beginning. Right. And she's like, I want to do, I want to be the phantoms. And mm -hmm. she's like, can I do, she's like, can I create a logo for the phantoms with, uh, with mid journey and i'm like yeah let's you know let's jump on here yeah. let's try a few things like first off let's figure out if it even knows what a phantom is right so we just put in that's phantom right. and right. it you know it comes back with all these skeletons and skulls yeah. and zombies she's like yeah that's not really what i'm talking about she's like i'm more thinking of like a ghost I'm like yes. all right well let's go let's let's throw this into thesaurus.com and see what other words come up mm -hmm. right and then you start digging and you start you know peeling things back it's like okay well mm -hmm. if i use this word it's going in this direction. If I use this term, um, you know, it, it changes. We ended up with like these really cute things that, that, you know, had like a softball hat on and a softball. And it was like a little ghost. Awesome. And she was like super stoked. And um, right. we had, like, we also went into chat uh, GPT and, and threw in, you know, write me a prompt for mid journey yes. to come up with a, um, a sports team logo for the for phantoms for young girls softball team and it you know it's all bam 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 it just lists it out yes 
Yes. And it uses a bunch of and it makes it more like a conversation. Yes. Yes. And unnecessarily so. Yes. Yes. But it's not the way that I, yeah, it's not absolutely, it's not the way that I'd write, but I copy and I paste it in there and it's like, wow, this is pretty cool. Yes. Now, now let's start picking apart the letter, yep. the words that that, that used yep. and craft our own. And, you know, an hour later, it's like, yeah, she ended up with something that she was soaked, but it's like, that it's was just for, yes. yeah, that was just for, you know, a 12 year old softball team logo that, you know, she's not going to nitpick, right? <laughs> like a client. Yes, but, right. but I was like, that was like right. one hour. To yes. Generate one image. Um, yes. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go back and I'll, I'll, she'll, I'll print it and I'll redraw it myself and change a few things. I'm like, oh, perfect. Have a great time. Um, but yeah, yes. it's like, you yeah. don't realize that it takes seconds to get results, but they're not the results that you're after. You know, that's just a, like a step one. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can always get lucky. That's right. Right? Step <laughs> one. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've seen, the, I'm in this really cool group um, through LinkedIn where there are some there are some guys who develop this really cool style of play you kind of see people's personalities sometimes mm -hmm. after a while which is really interesting from the way we interact with the ai um but that's just like a little side observation you see people's personalities come out mm -hmm. actually it's so sophisticated the nuances that it yeah. picks up on it, yeah, it's in, it's insane, you know. <laughs> like, like that's my all I can. <laughs> my posts all start AI madness, and then a headline, and it's yeah. just like AI madness. <laughs> it, it's really, it, it, yeah. It's like a, I don't know. It's just like a fire hose. It's just so many things are coming yes. at you, and like you can yes. take this into a million different directions, like yes. you know, fashion, packaging, branding. Oh like, yes, it, it's endless. I mean, we still haven't figured out like where else this can go. I have ideas for fashion design that I started playing around with and exploring. I have ideas for shoe design and I have ideas for interior design and housewares and packaging. And I could just, I can really make them come alive. Okay. So like, this is one thing I, I like to talk about as well as like, all right, so if you've got an idea for shoe or housewares, right, you can develop a product with Midjourney, right? Yes. You can do product shots essentially of this product that you're launching that you'd like to, that you'd like to see if out in the market, you can use, you know, like a sidekick, you know, dot com or one of these other AI driven web development services it takes you 15 minutes to build up an entire website. It's all coded, ready to go. All you gotta do is just answer all the AI questions that, 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 are, that, you, that you're prompted with, put your image in there and open up a shop like in 30 minutes or however long it takes you to generate the image and, and build this thing out and see if you even get customers, right? It's like a proof of concept. Yes. yes. If yes. nobody wants it, yes. perfect. Move on to the next thing, build yes. it out put it out. Um, it's made things move so much faster and like just the availability of, of the technology is insane. You know, I don't yes. know. I, like, yeah, it, it does speak to this kind of abundant mindset that everybody, you know, talks about. I mean, I don't know if you know, they talk about it, but people <laughs> in the eye Always, you know, uh, the, mm -hmm. you know, um, Mr. Altman, Sam, Sam Altman from OpenAI, mm -hmm. he, he gave a talk about that this year. Yes, it will change things and some jobs may go away and, new one, and hopefully new ones will appear. Yeah. But uh, he was talking about this idea of abundance. What you're talking about is that it's, mm -hmm. we can be more efficient. That's what I see AI is able to do because proof of concept for startups is very difficult. 
So I did this, I actually did this job for another company, but I didn't use AI, but I could use AI because this was before the AI came out, where I was doing a pitch deck for them and I created an entire brand for them in their pitch deck so that they can go to investors and get money with something that looked like it was alive already. But yes, AI could definitely help with that. Yeah. I think of like, um, like Mike Cesario over at Liquid Death, you know, he launched Liquid Death with a photoshopped can, you know, didn't have any can in the water, didn't know how to build a business. He just had a can with graphics on it and build a website and did some, uh, Facebook ads to see if he would even get any traction. Once it took off, then it's like, okay, now I got to figure out how to get water in there. I got to figure out how to <laughs> like do the canning process. But you know, had he not done that first proof of concept, yes. it, he may never have done it, right? It's too expensive to fill cans yes. and get them in the market and see if it even works. So it's like you can yes. reinvent all those processes and just get to market today with whatever random idea you've got. Um, so it does make things, it does streamline it. It is more efficient that way. It is more sustainable as well. You're not having to look at all the waste, you know, and then end up moving your products over to like the dollar store because it didn't work. Right. It's like, there's a lot of uh, a, a benefit to this thing. Uh, uh, at the moment. So you start everything with <laughs> Midjourney Madness or AI Madness. What's yes. your what's your favorite prompt at the moment? Is there like a go-to? I'll tell you what, tell you what Midjourney is doing really well for me right now. Uh-huh. Uh, it's doing insane textures and intricate detail. One of the projects that I'm able to do faster now is write a book. I am writing a book about AI mm-hmm. and design. I mean, it may evolve, but right now it's about commercial applications for AI and how to prompt for those applications um, and mindset and process. But the reason why I bring it up is right now it's just doing insane detail. Insane. I could design fabrics Mm -hmm. with warps and wefts, embroidery, gauze, textures. I'm doing fine art portraits one of the things I did for Grown Brilliance was I wanted to create, this was just a, one of these random ideas, but I ended up making pastry that was laced with diamond pave. Mm-hmm. But if I tell you the, the intricate amount of detail and the setting, it was just breathtaking. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at your jewelry that you've created yes. Yes. and the lighting is coming in the same direction for all the jewels. Obviously, the jewels are going to refract in, in different ways, but it that took it's me a, a f- long time. It's a photograph. Actually. Yes, it's a photograph, but I could do yeah. a photo shoot now. Did you see the yeah. photo shoot of the women? Um, in the fashion, can't, yeah, they can't. They can't. No, not the fashion. No. I did photo shoots with where I did reference certain celebrities. Uh, I got in trouble for that because obviously we can't use them. I, I just wanted it for the brand ideation process like mm-hmm. you could hire this person if you want to mid-journey doesn't allow you to copy things exactly mm-hmm. so they're always like a little changed uh, but some of them were too recognizable and he didn't want to show it to his client and i i respect that decision because you know that they're not they weren't at that stage and it wasn't the right moment but it was incredible the kind of photo shoots that i create could create like i felt like annie Leibovitz. Like I was really, I, they're just amazing. Yeah, no, the results are, are, are crazy. But it did take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It did take me 
I mean, those photo shoots probably took me eight hours or six hours mm-hmm. of testing. I don't know. I lost track of time. I'm down the yeah, rabbit hole. You know, I don't know. I'm just on it hours and hours and hours. But the photo shoots, yes. The photo shoots did take a lot of time to figure mm-hmm. out. But yes, they're doable. Okay. So I can, some, you know, there's limitations, but. <laughs> so so I can hear, uh, I can hear the designer listening to this. <laughs> seething thinking that you're not Annie Leibovitz, right? It's like, It's like, um, I, I get, I get both sides. I, I definitely see it from the designer's perspective where it's like, okay, well now you're able to execute something that before you weren't able to, because you didn't have, you hadn't built that skill set to shoot a photo like an Annie Leibovitz. It's true. It's true. It's true. I, I But <laughs> it exists, right? So are you supposed to not use it? No. It's it's a tool. I will say in defense of those artists out there who mm. dedicated their lives to those skills, they're safe, I think. Mm. Even in the long term. I really do believe it. There's a guy on LinkedIn named Chet Moss, great guy. He posts artist work all the time. I would highly suggest you check it out. You cannot do that kind of work in AI. You just cannot. Yeah. Um I've been playing around you can do cool textures like pencil and paint you know i see a lot of people using uh some japanese artists to get some cool effects i generally try not to use living artists work i actually i don't think i've really used maybe once or twice i used a living artist's work which i I don't want to get into trouble for saying that because I don't know where this is going to go. But right now it's available and it's legal. So I'm using it. I totally respect whatever decision, you know, the courts decide. It is a fair, it is a fair disagreement. But, and I, you know, I understand both sides. But, um, you, I mean, human made things are still human made. I, I, I can't see a computer really ever being able to do that. Although it can do some new things. Yeah. You know, I was, I was talking to, um, I was talking to John from council for creatives, which is a subscription based legal firm for creatives. Mm. Uh, and he's pretty deep in on the AI stuff as well. And it's, you know, we were talking about like how he's like, the reality is that you can't own a style. Right. So if mm. you're not, you know, basically the, the letter of the law, according to him, and this was not legal advice and this is not legal advice was that, you know, you're not able to create something like somebody else and then pa- try to pass it off as if that person had done it. Right. Right. Where if you can do, if you create something in the style of somebody else, it looks like them, but they can't take ownership of a style. Right. Cause every style goes back historically. There's nothing brand new today. Uh, you know, Banksy has a style, but it's graffiti and it's stencils. And yes. how many other people have done graffiti and stencils before him? Right. Yes. Where is he taking that inspiration from? You know, how do you dissect a style um, to be able to say, no, oh, I'm the only person that can do this. You know, that's, you know, and of course it's not a, 
designers aren't happy to hear that mm-hmm. because they've spent however long yes. to build their style. But unfortunately, that's that's the way it stands today. Um, but I don't really see anybody. Uh, I don't see anybody today creating something in the style of somebody else and saying, "Oh, this was that person doing this," or "I'm selling this for you know mm-hmm. X amount mm-hmm. because it was this person." Right? That's then copyright, trademark, infringement, right. all all those other things. Um, but if you can create something that has the same feel as somebody else, and then you know, your client loves it, and then say, perfect, let's hire that person to come in and, and work on it. And if maybe it's a smaller client and they can't hire an Annie Leibovitz, then yes. you can hire a photographer that is shooting in a similar style as her already and say, yes. this is the direction that we want to go. This yes. is what we're looking to do. And then they have a clear you know, picture of where you're going and it makes it a lot easier and you're still getting the work done. You're still hiring people. Yes. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, this isn't replacing anybody. I don't think it's, I don't think it's really replacing people. No, I, I think it's giving you opportunity. Yeah. I, I did see somebody say that AI is not going to replace people, but that people that know how to use AI will replace people. <laughs> yes, I would agree right. with that. It's more of a conductor leadership role. And you do need to be deeply educated in many areas to use it efficiently, mm. I think. It's not something you pick up today and then are, are making amazing art tomorrow, right? It, it definitely takes time and it takes practice um, and repetition. And I mean, how long you said you started this from day one. So, how, yeah. when, did, when did you feel that you got? Good. <laughs> After this. about, I would know. I would say probably two months ago. After about four months, mm. and you have to understand, it also advanced. I mean, it's learning right. from us all the time. I couldn't do the mock-ups in the beginning; mm-hmm. they were horrible. <laughs> yeah. um, I couldn't believe the results I got with the mock-ups that I've been doing. I don't know if you saw the newest one I did for a makeup line. Um, I'd have to take a look. I've seen all your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, caviar. I just created a makeup line that I had an idea for. Mm-hmm. Um, called Caviar and Moss. Oh, I did. I, I did see that. Well, yeah. Yeah, those are beautiful. And um, I did the same. Thank right you. at the very beginning, the results were terrible. They were so right. terrible that I just gave up. I'm like, this is a toy. Like, I can't, I can't spend time on this right now. This is just a toy. Um, and then I started seeing all this amazing stuff showing up. I'm like, well, wait a minute. This thing grew up. Like, <laughs> now I got to figure out how to do it. Yeah. And yeah. And then you dive in and yeah. then you never come up for air. That's right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. I, my daughter loves it. She sits and watches me. She does stuff. But- yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Really, yeah, it is a lot of fun. So I, I what, like hacking ideas. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, you, all right, so you like hacking ideas. What? Um, give me an example. <sighs> I think of so many things. You know, like when something doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, when something doesn't work, I just love thinking about a way to get it to work. So I have to think like out of the box, like how, how would a machine understand this? And it goes between, you know, like I could tell you like process wise, it's like maybe there was a time in history where 
Well, I'll give you an example. I did a post on the cartoons. Did you see Justin Overman? With the machines? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin Overman challenged me to a few really ridiculously hard. Because cartoonists are mm. in, like impossible to imitate. And then he wanted me to put a machine in there. Uh-huh. A Rube Goldberg machine. I don't know. He had me to do. But, so basically, I was like, it wasn't working. So I thought, how is the machine going to understand how this looks? So I just dove back in history. I said, I need a basic machine. So I was mm-hmm. just researching rudimentary machines like the steam engine or water <laughs> wheels with the Industrial right. Revolution. And I was able to layer that into the prompt to get a Rube Goldberg sort of looking machine in the yeah. style of a cartoonist like Al Hirschfeld. And it wasn't recognizing Al Hirschfeld, so I used Saul Steinberg and Hergé, and the prompt Ligny Claire, which means in French, you know, like line mm-hmm. art. And it just like layered, I had to research all these different things to hack, the, the, to get a solution for it. And it, it kind of, it did really work, except that AI is kind of dumb. It can't really <laughs> create specs. It can't create specs for anything. Yeah. Not in visualization. I'm sure there's yeah. AI out there that will, but it's siloed. It's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, now imagine if we put those two together. Can you imagine if you have like AI for CAD drawings with Midjourney? Yeah. OMG. That's what. That's that's coming. Wow. That's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's the that's the crazy part is like this isn't slowing down. Like this is just barely the door's barely open. Uh, you know, I'm seeing uh, 3d, 3d development in AI. I'm seeing, uh, you know, the one thing I'm excited about is this company called Pactora.com. They do, they're doing versioning for packaging. So if you design a small box and all the art's ready, you know, you can lay it out on a, on a dial line and then tell it, I need five more sizes. These are the sizes and it'll take those sizes and just lay it all out for you. What is this called? It's, uh, it's called Pactora.com. That's supposed to be coming out, I think, end of February or early March. But it's like crazy, you know. Crazy, crazy. You, you still have to you still have to look at it and you still have to check yes. it and make sure that everything's correct. But the just the idea of being able to lay out all these images and text and everything in the right panels at a larger size, it's time saving. So time saving. Yeah, and it's yes. like the 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 menial stuff that nobody wants to do. Yes. Right. It's just the, the, yes. it's the one that you're like, oh my God, I don't, you know, just <laughs> don't make, don't make more than one size. <laughs> you, know? you change everything now. <laughs> exactly. It's like five hours later just to change one size of something. Else. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but that's cool. And then you're using, um, so I like the fact that you, you know, you researched and you pulled up uh, a French term to incorporate into here. One thing I'm seeing is a lot of people are using just English, but you yes. can really use any language. Yes. It just auto, you know, it self-translates and, and moves forward. And when you use a different language or you use a word that was more popular in a certain period of time, mm-hmm. it will bring in things from that era, which is really cool. I mean, it's amazing for creativity. Yeah. Amazing for creativity. Because the randomness of it also takes you kind of out of your head. And you got to think out of the box because it doesn't always work. 
where it works a little and it just generates these cool directions. I'm a little obsessed with it, I have to say. (laughs) It's it's hard not to be. It's It's impossible not to be. Um, I know I was talking to uh, Kevin Russell uh, of Dark Forces. He does. He's like an amazing illustrator. And he's doing amazing things with um, with Mid Journey. He's creating game concepts, so like the game, oh, the cool. game box, all the game pieces. Like everything is happening oh. like immediately. It does the whole thing, um, and it's kind of the wow. same thing, right? So you can build a site, you can sell it, see if anybody wants it, and then develop it or not develop it. Reach out to a game developer to do that. But one of the things we were talking about was just language like now i'm yes. I'm going back and looking at different terms i'm look all of a sudden my you know my vocab my creative vocabulary has gotten larger because i've gotten so used to just not using those terms right you're talking to another person you're like oh just just like apple or just like you know it's right. like you have all these shortcuts uh, but now you actually have to be yes specific with what you're saying so so while i was a stay-at-home mom for a few years i needed to do something creative but I couldn't have paints out with little kids around because yeah. I did start out in fine art. And then I moved to digital design when Adobe was, you know, taking over. But I had to put away my paints because you can't have <sighs> little toddlers. It's like not happening. And I didn't have a big enough home where I could leave my paints out. So I ended up, I mean, whatever. It's a little bit of another story, but I ended up with a master's in poetry. Well, my kids were home and I was freelancing as a great graphic designer. But everyone was like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah, you showed them. I know how to distill <laughs> language really well. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yay for poetry. <laughs> you know, that, that's the, you know, AI is like the superpower on top of, you know, being able to be a, a copywriter, being able to, man, you know, manage language. Right. It, it, yes. it it's crazy i think you know yes. i think design like visual designers are gonna are having a harder time than writers yes. are yeah i think actually writers have superpowers now they do they, 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 do. they didn't know before yeah yeah or or some of them are actually visually oriented too so if if there's a copywriter who has any sort of visual proclivities mm-hmm. uh, i mean he's she should run with it yeah there's a guy named Jonah Rotting who I'm LinkedIn friends with. Mm-hmm. He's doing incredible work now. He's wow. right. And I think he was in, in actual physical design too, but he's also a copywriter and he's doing gorgeous work in the journey. Yeah. I mean, this is the opportunity for you if you're a copywriter and you've, you know, you're managing creative teams or you're, you know, being part of the upfront strategy, you can prompt out some general concepts to then add visuals to that communication, right? Where you're talking to a client, you're talking to an internal team or a client and you're throwing out a list of text. Now you can put an image with it just to make sure that they're understanding it and seeing it the way that you're trying to communicate it. Yep. 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 Yeah. And and again, that's (laughs) like another bonus to AI. It's like, it's not just creating fun images. It's not just fun. <laughs> you know what I see? I think we're going from texting to pixting. Mm. I've seen people now just shoot pictures out. I like the GIFs, except on speed. <laughs> Custom. <laughs> Custom. Yeah. For the conversation. I've done it. <laughs> I'm you like, know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's go. funny. 
that's what I meant. That's, you know, I, I didn't even, th- I never even thought about that, but that's a hundred percent during, during the, during the world cup, you know, I think, you know, Denmark lost and, and, you know, within seconds I sent off these images of babies in the Denmark out in the Denmark uniform crying to all my, my Danish friends. And they're really funny pictures. Yeah, they're hilarious. And you're just like, yeah, I I didn't even think about it, but you're right. Like you can just have a conversation with images and customize them, you know. Yeah, really fast. If you're, you know, if you're bad at it, you can get something good. Mid-Journey. 100%. Yeah, Mid-Journey has done done something amazing with codifying the aesthetics of visuals. Mm -hmm. Like I can't get over how sophisticated and advanced it know I mean I can recognize when the prompt is poor because there's like default proposition yeah. that it does um when it doesn't know what to do but it's always pretty I actually did a post about that called beautiful nonsense it'll make it look nice um but it's um it's amazing how it it knows like even colors it it, it just knows I don't have to give it so much color direction. No. And when I do, it knows exactly like the best way to do contrast or tone or even throw in that other little color that you didn't want to throw in because you knew it'll confuse it. But it did give you that dash of blue or that little, you know, little foil of yellow. And you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> so how, so how <laughs> would you, so if somebody wants to get started in AI. Okay. How would you tell them to get started? Like, what's the best way? Step one. Um, okay. Well, let me, let me just tell you how I did it. So I would say join, join Discord groups. There's this really cool group on LinkedIn run by Seth Krasinski and Stefano Baldessari. Um, it's called AICC. Okay. You can find it um, or AICC creators, something like that. You can find it on LinkedIn. and. Seth publishes like every day and he has links to his discord. The discord group is amazing. And then once you get in the community and you follow all these people on LinkedIn, there's this uh, top 100 group of AI artists on LinkedIn, very tight knit, really Mm -hmm. kind hearted creators, so talented, so imaginative, so inventive. And, um, and and they really share in the beginning they were sharing more now people are kind of tired of the sharing the prompts but if you look back i'm sure yeah. you can find in the top producers lots of prompts and then i i haven't really dove into it there's a lot of code coders like on github and in these discord groups if you find them where they share these massive sets oh there's a really great guy named Shane McGeehan. Mm-hmm. On LinkedIn as well, he has a whole software where he just shares oh, wow. ideas. Like, really, t- it's overwhelming. I, I I find it sometimes too much. I like to figure it out myself. <laughs> but you know, you just need to know the okay. And so, so that's like sources. Mm-hmm. And then basically, you just need to if you if you've gone to art school or if you haven't, I really suggest you think about basic design principles. Composition principles, layout principles, color principles, and you know, I, I guess it's always um, you're talking to de- we're talking to designers now, right? Yeah, we're talking to everybody. Is that is it, right? yes, designers? Right. So I'm saying if you want to if you want to get into it, I'm just I'm trying to give like advice that makes sense for people. Yeah. 
there, there is an intention to doing work that means something. I mean, you can go into Midjourney and just get amazing visuals by typing in sentences, mm-hmm. uh, like for gamer ideas or goddesses. Like my daughter's always put, putting together these goddesses with fire <laughs> and you know dragons yeah. and like that, those data sets are so rich. Oh, your daughter, your daughter would be like my my daughter's best friend. She's, she's doing the same stuff. <laughs> she's like I'm also making like these really cute pictures of teens, you know, yeah. and like different wearing different stuff. It comes out gorgeous. Mm. Uh, but if you want to do more intentional commercial applications, you just need to really, you need to understand what the community is doing. You do need to learn a, a lot from the prompting. There's a process mm. of tweaking and uh, I, I hope I'm being helpful here. I'm trying to think. No, it's a little sure. bit the wild west. I, it's a lot, it's a lot the wild west right now. Well, um, so yeah. I, I've been very much grateful to be in these LinkedIn communities and these Discord communities. And I learned a ton from the people there. I will say there's a guy named Brian Sykes who wrote two yeah. books already. You should check him out on LinkedIn. Brian, S-Y-K-E-S. He does really cool fundamental print, uh, prompting um, ideas. Mm-hmm. And you can learn a lot from him. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of trial, trial and error. But you do need to just think about visual art direction and then data sets. Like, I don't know how how much you want me to talk about. This, yeah, but. no, that's no. I think that's great because I think like, um, yeah, Brian Sykes. He does. He'll do like one word prompts, right? He like mm-hmm. really gets things like super simple. Um, yes. You know, I pulled up on chat uh, on Chat GTP while you were talking. I just list out some basic design principles, right? So even if you're not a designer, if you haven't gone yes. to school, you can just have chat lay out some basic design principles for you yes. right in yes. terms of contrast emphasis movement pattern texture like all these different things and start incorporating stuff or even you know if you want to create something if you want to just jump in you can go to chat and say you know i'd like to create whatever write me a prompt for mid-journey let it do it for you post it in there you'll get some fabulous results at least it gets you going the other yes. thing i tell people to do is go to the you know to the mid-journey um, community page online. Oh yes. Look yes. through what everybody's creating. If you see something interesting, copy their prompt, throw it in there, and then tweak it, change it. You know, it might, it might oh, say, yeah. you know, a dragon doing X Y Z. Maybe you don't want a dragon. Maybe you want a Volkswagen bug. Replace exactly. that word with whatever you were trying to do. See the results. Uh, I think once you put a prompt in and you get results. And you make an adjustment and you see those results in real time, there's no stopping. Like, no. right? <laughs> like, oh my yeah. God, I just, I just, yes. you know, I got these results. Like, me, little old me sitting in wherever I'm sitting, got these amazing results and I made one adjustment and I got even better results. There's no stopping yes. after that. No. Yeah. yeah. And it is open. So you can even go. There are some people who keep their accounts private on the journey, but most don't. And you can follow people. The community page is open. You can mm-hmm. copy prompts. You can test them out. There's so much available information. You can go yep. on to uh, Lexica, and uh, I think that belongs to OpenAI, and they have prompts galore. You can search categories, mm-hmm. styles. There's so much information, so much yep. information available. You just start digging in, and you'll find your way if you want to do it. It is a full time job, though. I really do. It's taken over most of how I design things now. 
And now I have a graphic designer working for me to finish up certain things um, because I I don't have time anymore to do the graphic design. I'm very, very much involved in in using it to drive all my ideas. Um, Yeah. I did a post actually about process and mindset. If Mm -hmm. anybody wants to look through my posts, uh, that also helpful. I don't remember exactly, but I did a study on little cute characters and how you start simply and then you build, 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 build and take out. And so that might be helpful for people too. That's excellent. I appreciate it. And then if you're, you know, as we're wrapping up here, if somebody's interested in reaching out to you and learning more about your work, seeing what you're creating or reaching out to you for developing their next project, what's the best way for them to contact you? Well, you can always find me on LinkedIn. I post a lot of information. <laughs> I have links to my um, website there. You can DM me on there. And I also have a blog on Medium, Sherry Horowitz. Uh, I think there's a link on my LinkedIn site as well. Um, and then I have an email, which is Sherry Horowitz Design at gmail.com. So it's S-H-E-R-R-Y-H-O-R-O-W-I-T-Z at gmail.com. Design, Sherry Horowitz Design. Excellent. Yeah. I'm looking to work with customers that are sophisticated thinkers with an eye to the future and want to create meaningful, sustainable things that matter.